Welcome! I'm Maria White, professional organizer, owner of Enough With The Stuff, and host of this podcast, Organize Your Stuff. I am thrilled you're joining me for a listen today. I will share tips on getting organized in all areas of your life, so stay tuned for simple tips or interviews with industry experts sharing their unique methods and insights for getting your home and life organized once and for all. This podcast will provide support, encouragement, and motivation along the way. I hope while you are listening, the topic will resonate and inspire you to organize your stuff. Welcome everyone to the next episode of Organize Your Stuff. And today I'm so excited to be interviewing Karen Sprinkle. She is a fellow organizer and she's going to be talking about a wonderful goal setting chart that she's created and I can't wait for her to get into talking about it. Uh, But first, let me just read her bio and we'll jump right into the topic. So Karen Sprinkle is a certified professional organizer and is an owner of Organize It, Data, Time, and Space. She has been working to help clients get organized in the Knoxville, Tennessee area since October 2000. Karen has dealt with difficulties in her own life by finding humor in the situation. She carries that trademark style into her work as a professional organizer. She feels that when she can get her clients to laugh at the little things, they seem to have an easier time making decisions. In 2015, Karen solved a problem she was having by creating a system to track activities on a weekly basis. She knew if she could consistently hit her weekly targets, she would achieve her goal for the year. This worked very well, and Karen decided to bring this system to others in the form of a downloadable guide. Karen recently launched the newest version, the 48-Week Achievement Guide for 2020. And you can reach Karen at organizeithome.com, and I'll have that link in the show notes later. Welcome, Karen. Thank you, Maria. I'm glad to be here. Well, I think this is a great topic to start the new year out with. Um, I know, and you probably know, a lot of people who have created big goals at the beginning of the year, and they quickly fall by the wayside because they don't have anything in place to help them stick with it. So I'm assuming that's why you started your 48-week achievement guide. So I just wanted you to start out just telling us a little bit exactly what it is, and then we can jump into some questions I have for you. Okay. Well, like I said, I guess in my introduction, it is a, a guide, a chart, that helps you track your activities on a weekly basis. I started this in 2015 because I had set a walking goal for the year. And like most of us, you know, a year is such a long time. And when you don't get started right away, you think, oh, I've got plenty of time. It's going to be fine. I don't have to start. I have months ahead of me. I would walk some and then I would stop. I would walk some and then I would stop. We got past the halfway mark of the year and I think I had walked 80 miles. Obviously, there was no way I was going to hit my 500 mile mark for that year. So I sat down and I am a little bit nerdy. So I sat down and I did some math. I figured out how many weeks were left in the year and how many miles I would need to walk in the weeks to hit the goal. Well, it was not doable. So I said, okay, can I walk 365 miles? So at that time, I'm not sure how many miles I had walked, but I subtracted what I had had walked from 365 and came up with a goal and divided that by the number of weeks that were left. That's when I made Mm -hmm. the chart. Makes sense. 
to track them. Um, and it all came from a chart that is called Don't Break the Chain, which was made famous by Seinfeld. According to legend, I think, I have not verified this, but I've heard it so many, in so many places <laughs> that I believe it to be true. Um, Jer Jerry Seinfeld took a year-at-a-glance calendar, put it on the wall, and his goal was to write so many words every day. And if he hit that goal, he put a big red X on the calendar. And as the days went by, those X's formed a chain. Well, I had tried that. And I am a perfectionist. So when life gets in the way, and I couldn't put an X on that calendar, I quit. It was like, oh, who cares? You know, I've already blown it for the year. Right. That's kind of defeating, isn't it? Right. So I wouldn't give myself a do-over. Well, when I designed the 48-week chart, I knew, you know, this is a weekly chart. So I knew that I wasn't going to walk every day because I am a business owner. You know, I have a lot of flexibility, but that means that my weeks are not exactly the same every, all the time. So some weeks I maybe could walk six days. Other weeks I would need to get it in in five or even four days. Therefore, all I needed was that weekly target, and I could make that X, and it was so much mm -hmm. easier to do um, because you, um, you, know, you didn't feel the pressure of a daily goal. Right. Yeah, because to force yourself to do something every single day for an entire year, that is a big goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I kind of feel like it's also a goal that really is setting yourself up for defeat, failure, and then, of course, that spirals into a lot of other negative self-talk. So I think you're, what you figured out is genius. Well, well thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I am a perfectionist, a recovering perfectionist, I will, I will say, because I know <laughs> that perfection is not attainable. But... I needed something that had some forgiveness built in. So once I hit that goal for 2015, and I only had a few weeks left to do it, and, and I did hit that, I redesigned the chart for 2016, and I thought, you know, life gets in the way. Sometimes we take vacations. Sometimes we get sick, and I am now recovering from a upper respiratory infection, so if I sound a little hoarse, that's what's going on. So sometimes, yes, we get sick. So I thought, well, what if I divided my annual goal into 48 weeks instead of 52 weeks, allowing myself four weeks every year to, um, like, get out of jail free card? Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if I got sick, then I, you know, it was fine. I could, I could still put the X on the chart, but I was taking mm -hmm. a free week. And there's a little box at the bottom of the chart where you write the number of the free week. Now, the great right. thing about 2020 is that we have 53 weeks this year instead of 52. I won't go into the details about why that <laughs> happened, but it happens every few years. So Yeah, it's exciting. We have to use this time. Right. Extra so this weeks this wisely. year <laughs> we get five free weeks. <clears throat> and I think that's great. Yeah. Or you can make your goal a little loftier. All of that is in the guide. 
Yeah, it's it's actually really well laid out, explained very simply, and then the examples that you have of the chart where you're walking explain it just visually super well for people who are very visual. So I think it's very easy to follow um, the process and how to set up your goals and how to use the chart. It's I think it's really ingenious how you've created this forgiveness built into the program so that, you know, like you said, if you get sick or you go on a vacation that isn't going to have a lot of walking, if that's your goal, then yeah, you have a chance to make it up or to get a little bit of a pass, but you've created the goal in a way at the beginning with that forgiveness built in. And of course, like in your example, you could even exceed your goal, right? even though you had these built in four weeks. And it's it's amazing what consistency does because it's all about the math. You know, just an extra half a mile a week adds up to 24 miles in a year when we're talking about the 48-week plan. And that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's amazing how that works. Yeah, you blew your, your goal out of the water. <laughs> Even though you still took four weeks off, it, you know, you gave yourself that four-week um, buffer, I guess we can call it, and uh, you still overachieved and went beyond your goal, even though it wasn't like an easy goal. I know you mentioned at the beginning to not set the goal, you know, too easy. It's got to be something that will push you a little bit so that you have that motivation to try and accomplish this goal. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't feel like you have any of that motivation. I mean, it worked great. This year, I'm using the chart for walking um, again, but... In the, in the program, uh, or the guide, I talk about getting a late start. Well, mm-hmm. I was sick on New Year's Day. I did not walk the first week <laughs> at all. So I thought, okay, so I'm taking my first free week. Well, I have not mm-hmm. walked this week either because I am still being sick. I plan to start next week. So I think I'm going to redo my chart for this year since I haven't started yet. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I guess, what do they say in golf? Take a, take a mulligan, maybe, a do-over. <laughs> and I'm going to redesign the chart, and I'm going to base it on 46 weeks instead of 48. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and, and shade out the first two weeks mm-hmm. and um, and design the goal for 46 weeks instead of 48. Right. So that, w- which is what anyone would do when they were starting late. Mm-hmm. Well, I still feel like, based on your example with your walking goal and how all those little extras each week just added up and gave you a like a whole week of accomplishment um, towards that goal, and that's how you essentially got over, you know, beyond your goal was not only your extra walking during your vacation, but you had those little extras every single day that added up. A whole another week. I thought that was fantastic. It is, and it's that's just the uh, again that's the math, and that's the mm-hmm. uh, the magic of of those tiny little um, little extra steps, right? You just right. went a quarter of a mile longer on this day, or maybe a eighth of a mile. You know, all every single day, all those little eighths and quarters add up to a lot of miles mm-hmm. by the end of the year. So. Right. So you know, every week there may have been an, an extra tenth of a mile. Or Mm -hmm. two-tenths of a mile. Right. So, Karen, how can you um, maybe 
use this particular chart for something beyond walking, like for other goals that people may have. Can you give us an example? Yes, in fact, I am using it this year to scan, uh, to digitize my mother's mm -hmm. photo albums. Uh, my mother passed away 12 years ago and I, I you know, took on the photo albums. Um, my brother and sister didn't have the space for them. So I have those and I've been wanting to do this, you know, but there's, there's like eight photo albums plus some loose mm -hmm. photos. So I figured there's, there's at least a thousand of her photos. Mm -hmm. Then I also have some, you know, some physical photos of my own from when my children were young. So I figured there's another thousand of those. So I've decided that I'm going to scan 42 photos every week. Now, it's not just scanning because they have to be labeled. Anytime right. of a, you have a digital file, you need to label that file. And there's some forensic work involved. And, um, digging out a genealogy report. Last week when I was working on, uh, or this week when I was working on the batch for this week, I went into my father's military record that I had uh, to see what, what dates he was in what places to get an idea of you know, where this picture and, and what time this picture was taken. My mother was great to put, identify the, uh, the subjects in the photos, but oh, she good. did not put years on the photos, mm -hmm. which is a problem. So there is yeah. some forensic work. So, you know, it doesn't take maybe, you know, 30 minutes at, to scan 42 photos, probably oh, less than okay. that. But you're talking a few hours to do all the forensics and the labeling. So right, 42 right. photos a week is, I mean, that's very doable. And I spread it out over several days. But if mm -hmm. I do 42 photos and I scan and I do that, I hit that for 48 weeks, I will have scanned and labeled 2,016 photos. Wow, that is a big goal <laughs> but it sounds like you're doing it you've kind of figured out what you um, have for time each week mm -hmm. and what you realistically can do you know I mean everybody should know their limits when they're setting their goals and so you've kind of figured that out so you obviously feel like you can accomplish that so that might be a really big goal for other people and uh, particularly if they don't have photos that are labeled or in any kind of order <laughs> from an album mm -hmm. so I'm thinking, you know, even in your situation to not get too caught up in the exact year of things and just kind of be like, oh, it was this time frame, you know, you can just sort of yes. put it in right. an era of time, mm -hmm. you know, while he was in the war, when mom and dad first got married or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but of course, you know, I do have those perfectionist tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <clears throat> but I, I feel like you know, you've come up with such a great way to kind of deal with those tendencies because with having this um, built-in forgiveness and wiggle room, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. it gives you that chance to still hit your goal, but giving yourself a little forgiveness along the way when you can't actually do it every single day. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the every single day chain that you were talking about before was really so depleting if you if you break the chain, right? That's the whole goal is to keep a whole mm -hmm. chain. And for a whole year, that's really hard. 
Um, but I did, since that was an every day and yours is an every week, I wanted to ask you for people who, um, so with your walking, you obviously are using a pedometer that's tracking that for you. So you don't have to try and remember at the end of the week, did I walk every day and how many miles? Mm -hmm. So for somebody who has a goal that doesn't have an app that could <laughs> track it for them, um, is there a way that you suggest that they could keep track of another goal? So I don't know, let's think of something that if your goal is to uh, maybe go to the gym four days a week. So I don't know, sometimes you forget, like, did I go? It, especially after you've been doing it for six months, like, did I really go four times or just three times this week? How would you suggest somebody mm -hmm. keep track of that? Could you make maybe little tally marks in the box for that week to, to track that? Is that something you would suggest? You could certainly do that. Uh, maybe, um, you know, how when sometimes you, yeah, you know, you can just make a little mark, and then if you get four, then you can do a cross for five, you know, that type of thing. That would work. Mm -hmm. That would work just fine to make that on the box if you're trying to track it, uh, the number of times, mm -hmm. you know, number of sessions. Like, um, that's a great idea for going to the gym because there's classes that you can take. So, you know, maybe you set a goal mm -hmm. to take a certain number of classes or a certain number of workouts. Um, and then you can just make the little tally marks. Uh, with the walking goal, I use RunKeeper, which is an app on my phone. You can also, if with that um, app, mm -hmm. you can also add other activities. So you can you can go in and add that you know you did a session oh. of strength training. And so you would be able to see it from your activity list on the app. Mm -hmm. But just making the marks in the little squares would, would be fine. Maybe little dots or something even would right. work just as right. well. With the photo mm -hmm. scanning, I have a master, um, a master folder on the computer that all of the scans are going into. But I have a, another mm -hmm. one called Weekly Target. So as I scan, mm -hmm. they go into the weekly target folder, and the you know the computer tells you how many items there are in there. So once I hit right. my 42 items for the week, uh, part of I guess the process of finishing the week is once those are all labeled and everything, I just move them to the master folder. So I start on Sunday. I start with an empty folder on the desktop mm -hmm. for the. That's so Great that's yeah, that that <laughs> counts that automatically. Uh, another, you could use it for word count if you were writing. You know that oh, I'm not right. sure. You'll just have to kind of do some trial and error on how to do that. Uh, I know things like Scrivener um, have word counts in them. When you're, if you're using that um, platform to write, also well, even Word has that. Word right? has it. But if you're doing a document that's continuing um, over oh, more yeah. than one week, then mm -hmm. you'll need a way. And what I actually have done that in the past, I've just uh, inserted a line and said word count up to this point. Mm -hmm. And then, then you have to do a little bit of math. There is a little math yeah. you know, associated with this whole program. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I imagine, though, even with the writing, you could just have a, a new page and just number them in order if it's a consecutive, you know, piece of writing mm -hmm. so that you have a new page that's got the new word count so that you have your accountability there. That's easier mm -hmm. than trying to do right. <laughs> adding along the way. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of potential um, goals that can benefit, you know, people for using this particular program because it's so simple and so easy. And I really hope people will take advantage of it because I, I think too many times people, they throw out a goal and they think they've said it out loud. So yeah, that's going to stick this time. <laughs> and they don't have any way to track it to see if they are even even remotely on track to hit the goal. So this is a great support system that you have. It's visual for you. And the act of going through and making the tallies has that you know, physical aspect to it so that it reminds you to do it each week. And oh yeah, I just think there's a lot of pros to this system. And I hope people will reach out and take advantage of getting this. And can you tell us how we're going to find your 48-week mm -hmm. program? I will, but before um, I tell you that, I want to make a couple of other important points. Oh, sure. One is that these charts are designed to be printable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can have a digital one if you want to and, and mark it up, but it's going to be hidden. And hidden just doesn't, I don't think hidden works for this program. I believe it needs to be in your face. Mm -hmm. So for mine, I put mine on a clipboard and I hang them on the wall. Um, I can see them where I'm sitting right now. They are on my office mm -hmm. wall. I mean, you could put them anywhere, but they do need to be very visible. If they're not visible, you will forget them because yeah, I agree. it does I make agree the change. Um, so I think yeah. that's the most important point I need to make. But yes, you can find this chart on my website, which is Organized It. Home.com. I'll put the link so people can just click on it right, right, to, your, yes. right to your page uh -huh. for it. And how much is it, Karen? It is $4.99. That's nothing. $4.99. Yeah. Not very much at all. No, it's less than a cup of coffee. <laughs> right. I want to get it into the hands of as many people as possible. Absolutely. And I think you mentioned that you also will provide updated each year you'll you'll send the updated versions uh, yes i have been i launched this originally in 2018 so the people who purchased in 2018 also got the 2019 version and the 2020 version and the people who purchased in 2019 you know got that version plus i sent them mm -hmm. the 2020 uh, version I do intend for next year to go ahead and create charts for five years ahead. Oh, great! So that they'll they will they will already have those. But right now, um, the chart that you'll get is the 2020 chart. But you will get updated mm -hmm. charts as well. That's so next great. year you will get the um, the publication that includes 2021 through 2025, I believe. Mm -hmm. Wow, that'll be that'll be awesome and what a bargain. <laughs> it's yes. I mean, I don't know how anyone could resist not trying it out for four ninety nine. It's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. So, you know Absolutely easy peasy, download it and um, then they can read it on their Kindle or iPad or their computer and print out the only page they need to print out is the chart. So that's correct. Uh, the only page you need to print out is the chart. You do need to print that. Easy. Well, Karen, thank you so much for your time and sharing this really incredible 48-week achievement plan with uh, our listeners. And I just, I hope 
people will try it out and help themselves stick with their big goals that they have for this year and the years to come. I feel like it's such a great guide to support people and keep them accountable. And that's what everybody needs to accomplish their goals is that accountability piece. So well done. Thank you, Maria. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it was great fun. Well, have a great day, Karen, and we'll talk soon. Okay. After listening to this podcast today, I hope you have some useful takeaways and feel super motivated to get organized. But maybe you're at a loss with how to start or where to go next in your organizing journey. Wouldn't it be amazing to have me right there to guide you through the process when you're losing motivation or feeling stuck with what to do next? I may not live near you, so through the wonders of our modern technology, I can be right by your side. Virtually, of course. You heard me. I offer virtual organizing. Reach out to me through my website linked below and we could schedule your first session today. Also, don't forget to reach out to me on social media with comments about an episode or a topic you would like covered in a future podcast. Links are below in the show notes. Go get your organizing on.